us pray. Eternal Rock of Ages, we thank you, merciful Father, for the opportunity, O Lord, to gather before your presence, O Lord, and for you to instruct us, O Lord, Jehovah Nessie. We thank you because it pleases your heart, O Lord, to call us your own. And Lord, here we are, O Lord. Father, teach us, instruct us, O Lord, and enable us, O Lord, to obey and follow you. We ask in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, make yourself manifest in our lives, O God, as individuals and as a church, to the glory of your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. We thank God for bringing us today to this service and we bless the name of the Lord for how He has been reviving us, how He has been working in our lives, how He has revealing unto us what He desired from us. We bless the name of the Lord and we say, May His name be glorified forever in Jesus' name. And we thank our daddies in the Lord whom God has been using to revive us. May God continue to be with them and use them more and more till Christ comes in the name of Jesus. Our topic today is root generation mindset for revival. What did I say? Good. Root generation mindset for revival. And when we look at the two things, roots generation, mindset for revival, from the passage where we read, can we go there? Roots chapter 1 from verse 8. What is the mindset? If we look at what the mindset is before we go to that place. What do we mean when we say mindset? There are two words. Mind and what? And set. We can look at it in two different aspects. As one word, mindset, and two words joined together, mind and set. The Oxford Dictionary defined it as defined mindset as a set of attitude or views formed by early events. A set of attitudes, views formed by early events. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And when we look at attitude, it says it's a way of thinking or behaving towards somebody or something. And here, I just like he said, a set of attitude or views that is formed based on what previous event for someone to behave the way he or she behaves something causes it there is a decision before that behavior comes 
there is a decision before that behavior. That is the early event. Like where we, I said we should look at in the book of Ruth. Ruth was a, a, a woman who was married and at the end, he, he's not, she's not a person. Originally, she's not from the tribe of Israel. And so, she knew not who God is. That is certain. But when she married to Naomi's son, they were the people of God. You remember that they left their town, Judah, and went to Moab. Praise the Lord. And there they lived. The people of Moab do not know God. But when they come to the land, I believe they were living as supposed. And when she married Ruth, Ruth left her own God and followed who? The son of Binaon to worship the living God. And I learned that it is from there that that decision that she took came from. Because she has known the difference between the God of the Moabs and the God of who? The Judas, the Jews, the Israelites. And that is where that decision comes from. Praise the Lord. So, for us, just like this definition say that our behaviors are formed by early events. Is this early event that happened in the root, in the life of Ruth, that gave her that decision that she took, not to do what? Not to go back. Praise the Lord. So, in what we do in our lives, remember we have given our lives to Christ, most of us, and those who have not yet done. When we give our lives to Christ, remember you took a decision. And that decision comes from what? What you heard. The word of God comes to you. And you were convinced. Praise the Lord. Were you not convinced? You were convinced. And then you took a decision. You decided to repent and follow the way of the Lord. And so that's what happens when you take a decision. So in this event... We are saying that things that happens, previous things that happen, help us to take a decision. And that decision we took guides our behavior. That decision we took guides our behavior. So in that definition, I said that that early event, that early event begets decisions. And decisions begets behavior. Say it everybody. Early Events begets decision and decision begets behavior. So the thing you believe or the things you know, they are the things that guide your decision, that the things that guide the way you behave. It is what you know that you give. It is what is within you that you're able to do what? If you don't believe in God, will you be obeying Him? No, it's not possible. It's not possible for us to obey. If we don't believe, praise the Lord. So, that is the one word. And the other aspect we are going to look at is the mindset as two words joined together. As one said, mind means ability to be aware of something, to think and to feel. The source of one's thoughts and feeling. The mind is the source of one's thoughts and feeling. And the psychologists believe that, that the mind controls both our thoughts, our feeling, and our action. And that is true. The mind 
controls our thoughts, our feelings, and the way we behave. Praise the Lord. And because if we don't guide our mind, the way we behave will also be affected. So and I look at sex, since we have looked at the mind, the source of, of thoughts and feelings. We look at set. Set means placing in position, putting in place, causing, cause, causing to be in a particular state, or making or becoming firm and fixed. Just like you set your clock or your watch. The time where you set it is about that time to do what? To start to do what? To tick. So if we set our mind as children of God, as people who have decided, who have given our lives to Christ, it is for us to do what? To set our mind. Remember when we took our decision to follow Christ, was our mind not reset? It was reset because we were living in Canaan before. And when we accepted Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior, there was a change. And the Bible recorded that we are no longer, we are a new creation. And all things have done what? Passed away. So in the same way, if we set our mind, it depends on you what you want to set your mind in. If you want to set your mind in disbelieving God, that is up to you. If you set your mind in following God in all that he wants you to do, that is also up to you. That means you have a target to be in his kingdom. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So in all that we have said, what are we trying to emphasize? We want to emphasize that God wants us to take a decision. A decision has to be what? To be taken to follow God. Just like as Ruth did. Remember in the verse 18. After Naomi has persuaded them to go back. What did Ruth do? Ruth has determined in her heart not to do what? Not to go back. To follow Naomi. To let the, her people be her people. Let the, her God be her God. That is a decision she has made. So in that verse 18, see what happened. It said, when Naomi realized that Ruth was determined to go with her, she stopped urging her. So it's a decision. Ruth took that decision because she wants to belong to people of God. Because she wants to live the way the people of God live. She wants to inherit what they inherit. She wants to belong to them. She don't want to go back to the God of her people. Praise the Lord. So the same thing occurs to us today. Yes, when God created us, when we were made, when we are created, it's true that our forefathers has fallen and the sin of the the, the, the sin, we are born with sin. And so, we need to be cleansed. And God made that provision and gave us Jesus Christ who delivered us. And he said that whosoever believeth in him will not perish but have what? Everlasting life. And so, when we heard the word, when we heard the message that we will only be saved if we accept Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior, Yes, we left our old pattern of life and decided to do what? To follow Jesus. Praise the Lord. We decided to follow Jesus. And when we decided to follow Jesus, 
there was a new thing. We took a decision within that period. And that time we took a decision, there was a zeal in us to obey, to trust him, and to follow him. Praise the Lord. During that period, if they tell you that they have meeting, fellowship meeting, prayer meeting, by any time they fix it, you will make every effort, anything that will distract you, you will push it aside. The same thing happened to Ruth here. Was Ruth not distracted? She was distracted by the ways her mother-in-law was putting to them. And if you examine that word, it is true. We should be able to give birth again and have sons. It's not possible. And that's what made offer to go back. She was distracted and she believed it and accepted it. But Ruth did what? Has decided not to. Praise the Lord. And that what helped her to overcome that distraction when it came. That helped her to withstand because she has proposed in her heart to serve the living God. And so, because she has proposed in her heart to serve the living God, that, that decision she has taken. So when we decide for Christ, that zeal we are there to obey, to trust Him, to do all that He asks us to do. But with time, with little time, you see us doing what? Falling away. Due to carelessness. Due to our carelessness. Because we have loosed focus. Just like what happened to Eve in the Garden of Eden. If we remember. When God created them, even though Eve were not there, he gave instruction to Adam that they should do what? Eat all the fruits in the garden. Except the what? The tree from the knowledge of good and evil. He told them, the vidri, that that tree is a tree of what? Knowledge and evil. When the devil came to Eve, she asked her, he asked her, is it true that God said you should not eat this one? Yes, Eve was not there. But I believe, because from her answer, it shows that Adam if, uh, let him know. Adam told him what God has said. From her answer, she said what? God did not ask us to do what? God asked us to eat all the fruits except the one in the center. That the day they would touch it, they would do what? They would die. Yes, the devil said, it's not true. You will not surely die. But you do what? You will be like him. You know what he knows. You know the tr- good and you know the evil. And that information had been given to them before. So why did she deviate from that instruction? From that knowledge that this tree is a, a, a tree of knowledge of good and evil. But because she lose focus, she was careless about the instructions that God has given. And in the same way, we used to be careless about the instruction God has given to us. And that makes us to derail from the Lord. That makes us to fall away. And every time we keep on coming and coming again, ask for forgiveness. It is because of our carelessness. God has given us the grace to be his children. And has told us that we should serve him with all our words, our hearts, with all our soul, with all our strength. Praise the Lord. So and so, as God desires that we follow him sheepishly, as God desires that we follow him like little children, when he gives instruction, he expects us to do what? 
to obey. He expects us to follow instruction. If he tells us, this is who I am, he expects us to believe him. Without what? Questioning. Without asking, will he be well with me? With me? Or considering anything, or looking to the left or to the right. God desired that we follow him sheepishly. The things he said, the th- instructions that he gives us, the commands that he gives us, as children of God, we should follow it like little children follow us when they are small. When you tell a child a little thing, the child believes you completely. Is it not true? The child believes you. She does not think, has anything to think whether it will be favorable to me or not. But they follows you. So God desired that when we take a decision for him, when we have decided to follow him, when we have given our lives to Christ, God expects us to do what? To follow him. Three things involved. Believe in him, trust in him, and obey. Just like the son says, when we walk with the Lord, in his righteous, his word, in his word, While we do his good will, he abides with us still, and with all who will trust and obey. Trust him, trust and obey, for there is no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. So God desires that when we have decided, when we have determined to follow him, we should not look back. We should decide and decide for him. It gives him joy. You know that God wants that relationship that he called us for. That's the reason why God created man, isn't it? There is a reason for the purpose for which God created man. God wants to derive pleasure in man. God wants a good relationship with man. All that man do should please the Lord. And so, when he gives instruction, we should obey so that he will be happy. Praise the Lord. And when he is happy, it is for our own good. Just like Moses told the children of God, that they should be careful to follow the Lord. Be careful to obey the Lord. That when you go to Deuteronomy, Chapter 4, verse 9, or Deuteronomy 10, 12. Moses admonished them as God gave him instruction. Be careful to follow the Lord. Be careful so that that thing you have seen him do will not slip your eyes, will not slip your heart. You hold on to it so that it shall be well with you for your good. If we believe in God, if we trust in Him, it is for our own good. Or is it not? It is for our own good. The Bible said that, God said, if we, my people did not worship me, God will cause the stone to rise and do what? And praise Him. So it's for our own good that if we determine, and what is determination? Have a firm commitment. Let it be written in your heart. Take it to your heart. I am for Jesus. Take it in your heart. I am Jesus' own. I don't work on my own. Jesus directed me. 
Jesus guiding me. Praise the Lord. Can we look at Romans chapter 8, verse 5 to 8? Romans 8. Praise the Lord. Are we there? And it says, Those who live according to the sinful nature have their mind set on what the nature desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their mind set on what the Spirit desires. Praise the Lord. So we see it here. And it continues to say, The mind of sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. The sinful mind is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do it. Praise the Lord. So you see it. Where we cast our mind, what decision have we made? Have we decided to follow Jesus? There are many things that take away our time. There are many things, when I say it is carelessness, every other thing falls on, under it. Everything that distracts us, our ambition, what to eat, what to wear, all these things are distractions. We should understand, we should know that there is one thing that is important. That is deciding for God. And making sure that the things we do fall in line with what? The will of God. All that we do has to be originated from the decision we have taken that we are Jesus' own. And so, lie should depart from us. And so, every sin you know, malice, mention it, anger, you know the gifts of the Holy Spirit where it is recorded in Galatians 5. You can go back to it and read it. That these are the things that the Spirit likes. And the things that the Spirit likes are what? Are the things that pleases God as well. So those other things, we shall remove it from our lives. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So as we take decision, even in our daily lives, God will be guiding us. In what daily living, as we have decided, that should stand first in taking a decision. Taking a decision to get married. Taking a decision to get admission. Taking a decision to do whatever you do. Even in our homes. Even among husbands and wives in their relationship. That decision counts. If you have decided for Christ. See the way you believe in. They are, they, it is different from the way the world is living. No wonder the Bible says that those who love the world are what? They are in enmity with God. And so we should decide in our heart to follow God as he calls us. And when we decide, there is a change in our lives. Just like we saw in Ruth chapter 3, 11, where Boaz was telling Ruth of her good character. I know we missed it out, but there is there in our, in our topic. That is her decision previously resulted to what? A change in character. That was a good character. So in the same way, our decision for Jesus, our decision for God, we beget what? A change in our character. If we are still living the way we are living before, that means there is no change. Before we decided to follow Jesus, that means we are not Christ's own. 
it is clear. Lord said, my sheep hears me and they do what? And they follow me. So if we are not following the desires of the Lord for our lives, I don't think we are getting there. So we need to rethink. And I said, it's a personal thing. It's not what you do because my friend did it. And let me take this decision. Okay, so that two people go, they will stop worrying me. Uh, I've accepted Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. So leave me alone. And then, other things they do, you just try to form it so that it will be like we are all together when we are not. It's a personal thing. Did you decide yourself? Have you decided? Really, 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 have you decided? Talk to yourself as I talk to myself. If we have decided, that means there will be what? A change. A change that has to be testified. That people will see and glorify our Father who is in heaven. Praise the Lord. Are we taking that decision now? As we are looking, yes, you may have given your life to Christ. But there are still things that pull you down. Little, little foxes that pull you down. You have not decided concerning that aspect. So in all our behavior, we should take a decision. Take a stand in all that we do. Just like our brother was preaching the other day, during the Young People's Week, and he cited Daniel as somebody that did what? That resolved in his heart, in his heart not to do what? Sin against God, not to defy himself with the, the meat of the king. Yes, he said it, and he asked the young people, can that still be possible today? And where I was seated, it didn't dawn on me, I said, are we asking, shall it be possible today? It is a thing of mom, every moment. That decision has to be every moment. Because as the book of Job said that, who is man that God is mindful of him? That he examines him every morning and tests him every moment. If we are being tested every moment, so our decisions for God should be what? Every moment. In all that we do, are we lying down? Whatever we are doing, it is a behavior. In all that we are doing, we should be deciding that thing you are doing, is it giving glory to God? And that will guide our steps. Praise the Lord. That will guide our steps. So God is calling us actually to decide and really, really follow him. Just like he instructed the people of Israel. When he gave them that instruction, be careful to follow me. Let's go to it. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 4. Verse 9. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 9. Praise the Lord. Are we there? And it says, Only be careful and watch yourselves closely so that you do not forget the things your eyes have seen or let them slip from your heart as long as you do what? As you live. Let it be settled in our hearts. The children of God as God has instructed them. Be careful. Only be careful. So our deviation to sin against God is because we are not being careful. We are not being watchful. Even that's what Jesus told his disciples in the Gethsemane and said, pray and watch so that you do not do what? Fall into temptation. We have to be, be careful. We have to be watchful. We have to be at our lot. The Bible said that we, we wrestle not against what? flesh and blood. And so we have to be careful indeed. Just like 
our daddy in the Lord, Bishop Ikako, one of his books that he said, the careless children, the careless children of a, of a careful God, that we have to worship God with caution, with all consciousness, with all every alertness. We have to be careful, not to be careless. So if we, we in the, impress it in our hearts, every day, every moment, to follow Jesus, God enabling us from where we read in Romans, it's not by our own power. It is the Spirit of God enabling us. But yet, we have to make the first step. Because God gave us that will, that we should make a will. We shall decide, did he force us to obey him or to follow him? No, the will is ours. We make the choice first to follow. And then he will not give us the grace to do what? To continue. So in the same way, we have to do what? First make that effort. Our personal effort is needed. What does it take? What and what will keep us focused? What and what will make us to remain focused in the Lord? There are many things that will make us to be Being careful. And being careful is being mindful of the things of the Lord. Keeping it in our heart. Keeping it burning in our heart. It says in the... So, sorry. Let me get the place. In the Deuteronomy, where he tells the, the children of Israel that they should be careful to obey the Lord and follow him. And teach it. They should impress it in their heart. Teach it to their children. And to their children's children. They should write it in the doorpost. They should write it in their heart. Carry it on their chest. These are the things they should do for, for them to be able to remember to be careful to obey the Lord. And in the same way, we should be reminding ourselves all the time, we are God's own. This is our decision for the Lord. So that when temptation comes, we will stand at the face of the temptation and say, No, I am for Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That is, should be our decision today. That should be the things we will decide. Come rain, come sunshine. That we will live for Jesus. So that the end will be called to his glory. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There are people that have gone before us that run this race. I've mentioned one before. Daniel, that proposed in his heart not to defile himself. The same thing we should propose in our heart, not to deviate. Temptations will come, surely. Because the Bible says that our desires, what is it that you desire? There your temptation comes from. And so we should be watchful. Our desires, the things that we desire, the temptation comes from it. Praise the Lord. So we need to be careful. We need to watch it. We need to watch our lives. We need to watch the things we do. So the people that have gone before us, Daniel, Job, they all made decision. Is it David? They all made decision. Is it even our Lord Jesus Christ? They all decided. Jesus said his meat is to do what? To do the will of he who did what, who sent him. So he had that purpose. And so we too, as children of God, should also have that purpose. We should also cast our mind in the Lord all the time, every moment, just like I said before. Every moment it should be in our heart. Every time, just like he told the children of Israel, write it in the doorpost. That is to help them to do what? To remember. So we should be remembering the decision we have taken for Christ. We should be remembering the things that God has instructed us to do. We should be remembering the command that the Lord has given us. His decrees, his instructions. So that we'll be careful to do them. 
even as he has commanded us in Joshua 1.8. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we need to be careful. Tell your neighbor we need to be careful. We need to be careful. What is the carefulness? What is the careful? Being at our hearts. Having it written in our mind. Carry it in your mind. Memorize it. That I am for Jesus. I have decided for Jesus. I have decided for Jesus. Just like the drama that was demonstrated. Some people decided for Jesus. And they stood their ground. And some people decided. But they fell. The same thing plays out in our lives. May it not be our portion in the name of Jesus. We shall remain fame till our Lord Jesus comes. We shall remain worthy when our Lord Jesus will come. We shall not be among the people that fail. Just like Eve failed. Just like Esau failed. Just like Saul. Mention them. What happened? Was it not their carelessness? Not minding. Not keeping in mind the instruction. The mission God has given him. Samson was what? Was rebellious. Even when his parents were instructing him. This is not the will of God for you. Don't marry this woman. Did he listen? No. And that brought failure for him. The same thing goes to Esau. Esau was not mindful of the rights of the inheritance God gave him. Was he mindful? No. He was careless about it. He didn't take it to her that this thing means something. And so that was why he failed. May it not be our portion. May we hold on to heart that Jesus has come and died for us and washed away our sins. And has given us the grace to have a communion, a relationship with God again. Reviving us. Making us to maintain the position God has placed man and been issued. God wants a good relationship with us. May we continue as we believe and trust and obey him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Just like we are still saying... How can we remain focused? How can we remain focused? And I mentioned one of it as being careful. And again, we should be reading the word of God. Studying the word of God. That helps us to keep it to our mind. That helps us to remember the decision we took for Christ. And helps us to remember who we are in Christ. And helps us, helps the Lord, the Holy Spirit, help us to guide our ways. So when we read the word of God, when we study the word of God, God reveals himself unto us. God gives us his instruction, even as, as an individual. As you read the word of God, yes, everybody reads the word of God. But God ministers to us as we read as an individual. He reveals himself unto you. And when you hold on to it, you see that you grow daily by that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So when we study the Bible, that's one of the things that will help us to remain focused. Studying our Bible, fasting and praying. Fasting and praying. There are some people that will tell you uh, they don't fast, maybe because of their health condition. Okay. Oh. But know it that the word of God said, it is by faith. It is by faith. Yes, the medical have said, but you, where is your hope? Where is your faith? Did you really, really trust the Lord that when you do it, nothing will happen? Nothing will happen. 
And that will help to build you up. That will help to build you up. And he said, by faith we can move mountains. By faith, by believing, without doubt, without looking left or right. Taking away your mind from that sickness and do it and pray, God will lift you up and nothing will happen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And you know when we pray, God helps us to remain in that position, that decision that we have taken. It helps us to checkmate ourselves. It helps us to watch our life, being careful on the things we do, watching ourselves every moment, the things we do, what comes from our mouth, what comes out from our mouth, the way we chat with people, the way we discuss with people. Oh, God will help us. God will help us in Jesus' name. So another thing is meditation. When you meditate in the word of God, when you meditate in the word of God, it also helps. Not just meditating in the word of God. There's a song that said, I'm thinking about God. I'm thinking about his eternity. I'm thinking about God. Thinking about life. Thinking of eternity. I'm thinking about God. I wonder where you keep your hope. I remember Bible said, The Son of God is the way, The way to heaven, The truth and the light, The gate to eternity. We think about these things we believe in. We think about eternity. It's not just the what we read from the world. We think about God, who He is, what He is to us. That helps us to keep our hope, our faith in Him when we meditate. It will also give us, make us to sing praises unto Him. And that praise will keep our heart bubbling, warmed in the decision we have taken to, for our God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Also, we should listen to the words of God and then obey as we hear. As we hear the instructions from the Lord. We should obey. Very important. The Bible says that faith without work is what? So as we believe and trust and determine to serve the Lord, we'll be willing. We'll be willing to obey Him, to follow suit. Just like I said before, like little children, sheepishly. Believing, trusting, and obeying. Believe whatever God has said without asking questions. Trusting Him without doubt, without asking questions. And obeying Him without asking questions. Looking left or right. It shall be well with our soul in Jesus' name. And as we round off, even as we will come to church today, I don't know what was your determination when you were coming. What were you looking of the Lord when you were coming? Did you make a decision before coming? Did you decide that what God says you will hear and you will obey? Did you decide that you will trust whatever you hear the, word say, the Lord say? That is a decision. That is a determination. You don't just come to church, just sit down, present yourself, let the church know that you are a member. It's not. We should decide as well as we come, we will receive from the Lord. In every garden, in anywhere we hear the word of God, we should be willing, willing to yield, willing to submit to his instructions, to his teachings, and obey his word. Praise the Lord. And as we look up, God is reviving us. 
God is preparing us, making a change in our lives. And as that change begins in us, let it be manifested. Let the world see and also follow us so that that revival will be complete. We pray in Jesus' name. Shall we bow down to pray? I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. In the name of Jesus we pray. Heavenly Father, we have heard your word and your word is crystal clear. We have sung your song. We have decided to follow you. We have also made up our mind, O God, Father in heaven, to surrender our lives to you. Almighty God, we cannot afford to waste away, to while away. We cannot afford to be of double-minded opinion in this day and age and here and now. Therefore, Lord, we therefore pray that for as many who have decidedly made up their mind to follow you, Father, may we be truly found in you in the name of Jesus Christ. May we live and move and have a being in you in the name of Jesus Christ. May our lives be hid with Christ in God in the name of Jesus Christ. May every day of our decision be a day of a deeper walk with you. Be a day of a closer relationship with you. Be a day of a renewed revelatory walk with you. Heavenly Father, that like Ruth made up her mind and brought a generational blessing as he used her and she took that decision. Opa was gone for good. Never to be heard of in history. But she stood her ground in defense of all odds and took a decision of all ages, a decision of all time. Your God shall be my God. Your people shall be my people. I will follow you wherever you go. Where you die, I will be buried. I will be found with God. I will remain in Him. I started with Jesus. I'm remaining with Him. I'm continuing with Him. I will end with Him. Irrespective of life situations. May that same mindset be our portion in the name of Jesus Christ. May that same mindset guide our thoughts, rule our actions in the name of Jesus Christ. May that same mindset every day guide our living, guide our walking, guide our association, guide our usefulness, guide our relevance in the name of Jesus Christ. And Heavenly Father, as we walk in that decision, in that declaration, in that realization, Almighty God, and we saw in the life of your daughter Ruth, a young lady who may have lived her life freely, just like the nursing midwives and the students today. But Lord, rather chose on for you, guided in the footsteps of the people of the Lord. Father, you not only put her in the right place, 
He not only gave her the desired husband, he not only kept her in the right family, you also made her life a testimony and brought her in the line of the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, making her a generational blessing, making her a reformer, making her an instrument in your hand for bringing revival and redemption. May that be our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. May that be our story in the name of Jesus Christ. May that be our experience in the name of Jesus. For the student midwives, for the student nurses, for every one of us, as we live every day in the realization of our work with you, that we are not our own, that we are bought with a price, and therefore we glorify you in our words, in our action, in our thoughts, in our living. Therefore, Lord, may our lives take the upward beat to radiate your light and your glory and change where we are and influence them for eternity and for positivity of Christ in the name of Jesus. May we each stand as roots in our places and platforms, agents of revival, agents of change, agents who are light set on a hill that cannot be hid. But reflecting your grace and mercy and being instruments of testimonies, even in our daily living. In Jesus' name we pray. This is our prayer. This is our conviction. This is our witness. This we ask you, Lord, to bring to come to pass in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, no matter the journey we go through, no matter the stage we go through in taking this decision, in realizing your use of us, may each of us remain patiently doing the will of God that after being so, we may obtain the promise in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Almighty. Keep us firm in your hope, in your promise, in your work, and let people never construe or misunderstand us any way, any time. Let our Christianity be so real and clear, even now that the world needs it the more. Everyone is speaking according to their own mindset. Everyone is expressing fears according to their own mindset. But we are of the mindset of Christ. And we shall live and not die in the name of Jesus. And we shall live and declare your works in this land of the living at this hour in which you brought us. In the name of Jesus Christ. And we shall declare your glory. And you shall bless us even right here in our generation. And use us for your good now and in the years to come. In Jesus name we pray.